or ivory. Mom had a gas-powered washing machine in the pantry. There were one or two rinse tubs. In the pantry, there was a green and ivory kerosene stove that was used for cooking. In later years, my mother had a bottled gas stove. There were two gas tanks hanging on the outside of the house. When one tank was empty, Dad switched over to the full tank and took the other one to town for a refill. In the living room, we had a black leather daybed that was filled with horsehair and hard as a rock. It had a sort of raised headrest on it. There were two brown wicker chairs, a large one for Dad and a smaller rocker for Mom. The seat cushions were covered in a flowered cretonne fabric. There was a large oval table called a library table with a kerosene lamp on it, and my father sat near the table to read the newspapers, the Defiance Crescent News and the Toledo Blade. We had a piano in one corner of the living room. I don't know why we had the piano, since no one could play it. Mom used to play by ear on it. She also played a harmonica in later years. When the piano needed to be tuned, she hired a blind man who only charged her a dollar. In the wintertime, we used a stove called a Wilson heater in the living room. In the bottom of the stove, Dad put a layer of sand to keep the fire from burning through. At one time, we had a larger stove that was made from iron or steel and had icing glass in the door. And you could see the fire burning. You could burn wood or coal. Then there were always ashes to clean out and carry outside. We sprinkled the ashes on ice in the wintertime to keep people from slipping. Sometimes the ashes were dumped in the garden to build up the soil. The living room had a dull red area rug with a flowered design and fringe on both ends. The carpet sweeper had an enclosed brush at the bottom. It was pushed back and forth and the dirt was collected in the bottom under the brush, which was opened to empty out the dirt. If the broom was used to sweep the carpet, we sprinkled water on the rug to keep the dust from flying all over. My parents used the downstairs bedroom. It was furnished with an iron double bed and a dresser with a large mirror. I remember an orange bowl that always sat on the dresser. Mom kept junk in it like safety pins, bobby pins, hair combs, and maybe a button or two. There was also a white iron baby bed in Mom's bedroom, and usually a baby was in it. This room had flowered linoleum covering the floor. It also had the only closet where my parents kept their clothes and my father's shotgun. There was also what we called a rag bag that was full of scraps of fabric left from dresses that Mom had made for us. These scraps were saved for making comforters. Sometimes, Mom let my sister Millie and me use some of the fabric to make dresses for our dolls. The stairs leading to the two bedrooms upstairs had a door at the bottom. The first room was where the boys slept, Ray, Vernon, Bob, and Delmar. There were two beds in it, and also a large dresser that my brother Vernon made at school in industrial arts class. There was probably another chest of drawers, but I don't remember it. The other room belonged to my sisters, Nadine and Millie. 
There was only one bed, which they shared. There was a kidney-shaped dressing table with a fabric skirt around it. There were shelves for storage under the skirt. There was a bench to sit on and a mirror above the table. Also, the wooden blanket box, which I now have, was in this room. It was painted ivory to match the bed and dressing table. Nadine used the blanket box for her hope chest. She made quilts and embroidered pillowcases, dresser scarves, and other things to use when she and Albert Coy got married. The blanket box was purchased in 1924 by Mom and Dad to keep baby clothes in for Vernon. In one corner of Millie and Nadine's room, there was a rack to keep clothes hanging on. The bed was made of bird's-eye maple, and it was painted ivory. It had a really high headboard and a fairly high footboard. The floor was covered.